My pastor says it this way. You can have you can have Jesus around your neck, but not have Jesus in your heart. You can be under the baptismal waters, but never be under the blood of Jesus Christ. So what we need today, listen to me, listener, podcast listener, what we need today is the same mindset as Samuel, where we are communicating with God. And we're saying, God, speak to me. God, I'm listening. We need to be building that relationship with God. And if you don't have that relationship, man, we got to get you in that relationship. good day to everyone. I want to welcome you. I'm so excited that you're here. I'm so excited that you have tuned in on today's podcast. And I hope that what you're going to get today is going to be encouraging to you. I hope that you uh, are encouraged. I hope that every time you listen to this, uh, you are filled up with courage to go out and to face the rest of the day. Um, and, And I appreciate you listening. I appreciate all of our faithful listeners out there and what you're doing and and uh, just your obedience to to study God's word and and what I really want to do today I'm not going to take long but I do just want to give you a quick message of encouragement and I want to talk a little bit to you about relationships I want to talk to you a little bit about communication uh, I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, what we as Christians are supposed to be doing what we as Christians are supposed to be doing. And I want to take a unique perspective, uh, a unique perspective to it. But I want you to think about all the different ways in which we communicate to people. Okay, all the different ways of which we talk to people. Right? We have phones, we have uh, emails, we have, you know, COVID has, uh, when COVID hit a few years back, it has forced many companies and uh, people to utilize things such as Zoom meetings, uh, Google Meet, um, uh, Microsoft Teams. Uh, and, and so we have all these different ways of which we communicate to people. And, uh, you know, you think about, you can even think outside the box. How else, how else do people communicate? Well, you're driving down the road and you see that billboard. That company is communicating with you. That company is telling you their message. Uh, but there's a few things that I really want to bring to attention when you think about communicating and, and having relationships, which is kind of what I want to talk about today. You know, I want you to think about writing a letter. When you write a letter, a letter needs a few things. A letter uh, needs a stamp. It needs a return address for sure. Uh, those are two critical components, but probably one of the most critical components is having an address. When you write a letter, if you've ever wrote a letter, if you've ever received a letter, it's so important that you have the address of the person that you are sending the letter to. Because if you don't have the address, that letter just sits in the post office or it just sits in the mailbox and it never gets to its destination. So you've got to have an address, right? Where I'm sitting today, I'm sitting at my desk here at the house um, and I look over here to, to to the side of my desk and I have a radio. I have a walkie-talkie technically. It's a, it's actually a radio, but it can be used as a walkie-talkie. And you think about a walkie-talkie, that's how people communicate. Uh, people can use a walkie-talkie to communicate. And what's important about a walkie-talkie is that I can have a walkie-talkie and you can have a walkie-talkie. But in order for us to communicate to each other, we have to be on the same what? You got to be on the same channel. 
right? In order for us to communicate, in order for us to talk, we have to be on the same channel, right? And, and, and so you have a letter and you got to have an address and you have a walkie talkie and you got to be on the same channel. Now, you know me, if you've listened to me and you know a little bit about me, you know, I love the game of football. I love watching football. Um, and, and if you watch football on like Saturdays, college football, or Sunday, NFL football, or Monday night, NFL football, what you'll notice is that something is unique about the quarterback's helmet. On the, on the field, the quarterback has a different helmet than everyone else. The quarterback, if you're watching the game, I'm going to let you in on a little football secret. If you're watching the game uh, and you're watching the quarterback, right? I don't, I don't know who your favorite quarterback is, but you know, probably the most famous quarterback you know, right now is the quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes. Now, every quarterback has the same type of helmet, but if you look at the back of their helmet, if you're watching the game on television, and you look at the back of their helmet, there's always a green sticker. And what that green sticker tells you, what it tells me, what it tells the coaches, what it tells the referees, what it tells everyone, is that this helmet, the helmet that the quarterback is wearing, is a helmet with speakers in it. Now, why does a quarterback have speakers in his helmet? He has speakers in his helmet so that the coach can call in the play, right? And so you can really see in a loud environment like Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl, whenever it's really loud in there, what Patrick Mahomes does is he covers up his ears and he's listening. He's focusing. He's trying to pay attention, right? He's trying to get the play from the coach because if he doesn't get the play from the coach, then they can't run the play. And if they can't run the play, they can't score the touchdown. So he's trying to get the play so that they can run the play so that they can score the touchdown so that they can ultimately win the game, right? So just as just as a, a letter needs an address and a walkie-talkie, you got to be on the same channel. And the quarterback has to have the right helmet in order to get the play in from the coach. This reminds me so much of a passage in in 1 Samuel. If you have your Bibles, I want you to go to 1 Samuel chapter 3. And in 1 Samuel chapter 3, we have something so unique here about communicating. In 1 Samuel chapter 3, here's what it says. I'm going to start in verse 4. It says, And the Lord called Samuel, and he said, Here I am. And Samuel ran to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. But Eli said, I did not call. Lie down again. So he went and laid down. Verse 6, And the Lord called again, Samuel. And Samuel arose. And he went to Eli again and said, Here I am, you called me. But he said, I did not call you, my son. Go lay down again. Now catch this, verse 7. Now Samuel did not know the Lord. And the word of the Lord had not been revealed to him. Something, listener, today. Revelation 3.20 says, Behold, I stand at the door and I knock and I'm calling. God is calling you today. God is calling you. God is knocking at your door today. Samuel, he is calling Samuel. Samuel did not know the Lord yet. And the Lord called Samuel again. And the third time, so this is the third time the Lord called Samuel. And he arose and he went to Eli and he said, Here I am for you called me. Then Eli perceived that the Lord was calling the boy. Eli was a very good mentor. He he loved Jesus. He loved God. He was actually a priest. He lived his life dedicated and devoted to, to the Lord. 
He perceived that the Lord was calling the boy, verse 9. Therefore, Eli said to Samuel, go lie down again. And if he calls you, check out what it says. If the Lord calls you again, you shall say to him, speak, Lord, for your servant hears. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. And here's what I want you to focus on, verse 10. And the Lord came and stood. (laughs) Behold, the Lord is knocking. And he called as the other times. And he said, Samuel, Samuel. said, Speak, Lord, for your servant hears. Now what is happening here is God is calling this young boy. He's calling this young boy. He's knocking at this young boy's heart. He's knocking at this, at this boy's life. He's saying, let me in, let me in. Let me in, let me in. And he says, I'm listening. Speak, Lord, for your servant here. Speak, I'm listening to you. Show me what you want. Show me how you want me to act. Show me how you want me to believe. See, here's what we need. We need more people like Isaiah, who says, here I am, send me. We need more people like Samuel saying, speak to me, God, I'm listening. We need more people like Abraham saying, here I am, God. We need more people standing up for Jesus. We need more people who who are living on mission. We need more people who's doing what they should be doing for the Lord. Right? See, it's one thing to claim you're a Christian. It's another thing to live as a Christian. It's one thing to say that you follow Jesus. It's one thing to actually have Jesus living inside of your heart. You can profess Jesus with your mouth, but do you truly possess Jesus today? My pastor says it this way, you can have you can have Jesus around your neck but not have Jesus in your heart. You can be under the baptismal waters but never be under the blood of Jesus Christ. So what we need today, listen to me, listener, podcast listener, what we need today is the same mindset as Samuel, where we are communicating with God. And we're saying, God, speak to me. God, I'm listening. We need to be building that relationship with God. And if you don't have that relationship, Man, we got to get you in that relationship. Because I believe today, if you are listening to this, if you are listening to this, the Lord is standing and he is knocking. And he's saying, let me in. Let me in. And if you are a born-again believer, he's still standing there knocking. He says, let me in because I have some good things to show you. I have some good things to give you. I promise to never leave you. I promise to never forsake you. I promise to provide for you. I promise to work all things for your good. Romans 8, 28. How do we communicate with God? Well, of course, the answer there is prayer. We talk to God through prayer. We can talk to God through study, Bible study. We can talk to God through worship. right? But what if we never communicated with God? What if you go home today and you see your husband or you see your wife or you see your children and you never talk to them? How do you think they're going to feel? How do you think your coworker is going to feel when you walk into the office and you never say a word to him? So tell me this. How do you think God feels when we ain't talking to him? See, here's the neat thing about God. 1 Timothy 2.4 says that God has a desire for all men to be saved. God has a desire for all men to be saved. Let me kind of reword that into something that we can, we can talk about here. God wants me to have a relationship with him. 
So here's a great thing about God. God makes promises. God makes promises. There's promises built into the Bible anywhere and everywhere. God promises to never leave. God promises to never forsake you. God promises to be your friend. God promises to love you. God promises to forgive you. 1 John 1, 9. God promises to provide for you. God promises in Romans 8, 28 that all things will work together for good for those who love God and are called according to His purpose. But here's the thing, my friends. He is waiting on you today to recognize that. He is knocking. Behold, I stand at the door and I knock. He ain't going to force his way into your life. He ain't going to knock that door down into your life. You've got to open the door. You've got to let him in. You've got to let him in. And if anyone hears my voice and opens the door, if you hear his voice, and if you open, Christ says, I will come in. And eat with him and he with me. And sup with him and sup with me. He's waiting on us to recognize that. He's waiting on us to recognize our need for a Savior. Our need for help. See, here's the cool thing about all this. Just as a letter needs an address. Just as a walkie-talkie, you've got to be on the same channel. Just as a quarterback has to have the right helmet that's connected to the radio so that the coach can get the play into the quarterback so they can run the play. What about a phone? I can have a phone, and you can have a phone, but you and I can't talk to each other unless we got each other's phone numbers, right? I can't help people. I can't do my job unless they have my phone number. And God wants to help us. God And God gives us his phone number because he wants to help us. Here's God's phone number for you tonight. 291-3333. I don't know what happens when you call that number. I ain't saying you necessarily need to call that number, but that's God's phone number. How do I know that? 291-3333. Let me let me kind of rephrase that. The first four digits, 2913. Jeremiah 2913. It says, You will seek me and you will find me when you seek me with all of your heart. See, Jeremiah was a prophet. And I'm trying to do the same thing Jeremiah was doing. I'm trying to do the same thing Samuel was doing. I'm trying to do the same thing Isaiah was doing. I'm trying to tell people today that you need a relationship with Jesus. Jeremiah spent his life telling people, you need to turn from your sins. You need to repent of your sins. And you need to place your faith in the one and only Jesus Christ. That's exactly what we should be doing as Christians. Everything we do, we should be telling people the gospel message. Why do we need a relationship with Jesus? We should be telling people, here's what we should be doing. We should be telling people they need a relationship with Jesus. Why? Why do people need a relationship with Jesus? Because here's the gospel, Romans 3.23. For all have sinned and fell short of the glory of God. I've sinned. You've sinned. Your pastor has sinned. Your mom sinned. Your dad sinned. Your children have sinned. We've all sinned and fell short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23. And the wages of sin, there's a payment for sin. There's a price for sin. The wages of sin is death. Someone, somewhere has to pay for sin. You see, sin is what separates us from God. Sin separates us from a holy, righteous God. God should be glorified and God should be honored and God should be revered. But there's a problem. There's this barrier between us. That barrier is called sin. 
But 1 Timothy 2, 4, God wants me to have a relationship with him. God wants me to have a relationship with him. And so God has an answer to our sin problem. God has an answer to our separation from him. God has an answer to our needs. For God so loved the world. God so loved you that he gave his only begotten son. How did he give his only begotten son? John chapter 1 says the word became flesh and dwelt among men. Jesus Christ came and lived on this earth. He walked this earth fully God, fully man 2,000 years ago. And he went to the cross. If you just believe in him, you shall not perish, but you shall have everlasting life. He went to that cross. And as his arms were stretched out, and those nails were driven into his hands, he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. And when he stretched out his hands, he broke that barrier of sin. And he connected a sinful Johnny, a sinful you, to a most holy, righteous God. And what Jeremiah is saying here, he's saying, call God. You need a relationship with God because you have a sin problem. You're in need of a Savior. And He wants to help you. He has a desire to know you and to have an intimate, personal relationship with you. He has a desire for you to be saved. He wants to know you. Isaiah, there's a prophet named Isaiah. Isaiah lived about 800, 700 years before Christ. So we're talking almost almost 3,000 years ago, 2,800 years ago. Isaiah 55, 6 says, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. At some point, you ain't going to be able to find him. At some point, he ain't going to be near. At some point, it will be too late. Now, I don't know when you're listening to this, but if you were listening to this at the time this is uploaded, you know there's some things happening in the Holy Land. You know there's some things happening in Israel. How much longer? How much longer till Jesus Christ returns? How much longer till it's too late? You don't know what's going to happen two days from now. You don't know what's going to happen after you listen to this. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. How much longer are you going to put it off? Jeremiah 29, 13, 2, 9, 1, 3. You will seek me and you will find me when you seek me with all of your heart. The last three digits, 33, 3. Jeremiah 33, 3. Called to me. Call me, he says. God says, call me and I will answer you. You call me, I will answer you. You search for me, you will find me. Find me. He promises. I'm reminded of Matthew 14 when Jesus walks on water. If you remember that story, Jesus is walking on water and and Peter's in the boat. Peter's like, I want to go see him. So Peter steps outside the boat. And he starts walking and he looks down and he loses faith and he starts to sink. And what does he do? He cries out to God a very simple prayer. He says, Lord, save me. It's not complicated. It's not complex. He says, Lord, save me. Call 
call me and I will answer you. Call me and I will pull you out of that water. Call me and I'll pull you out. I'm here to help you. I want you to have a relationship with me. I want I want what's best for you. I have promises for you. And so I don't know who listens to, listens to this, but here's what I do know. There's two groups in here today. There's two groups listening to this podcast today. There's a group of born-again believers. You were saved. You have been born again. You have been washed in the blood. And you know what he's saying to you today? He's knocking today. He's saying, where have you been? Why ain't you been talking to me? Why ain't you been living for me? You too busy for me? The Bible says, Jesus says, if you deny me before men, I'll deny you before the Father. Teacher, haven't we prophesied in your name? I mean, I, I taught Sunday school. Teacher, I've been to church three times a week for 30 years. And he says, depart from me, for I never knew you. Listen, you can have Jesus around your neck, but not have Jesus in your heart. And if you don't have Jesus in your heart, he's knocking. He's knocking today and he's saying, let me in, let me in. Because you're in need of a Savior. And he who opens the door, if you hear the voice of the Lord speaking to you today, and you open that door, it says he will come in. You have to let Jesus be Lord of your life today. I can't make that decision for you. But here's what you got to understand. Here's the gospel. you got to understand that we are sinners and we are separated from God. And someone had to pay for that. Someone has to pay for sin. And Jesus Christ came to this earth 2,000 years ago to pay for your sin. So that if you just believe in him, Romans 10, 9, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. Listen to Romans 10, 9. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. You shall enter into a perfect and holy relationship with Jesus Christ. Let me pray over you. Jesus, God, Father, I I just love you. I thank you for the opportunity to come and uh, provide a message today, God. And, And today, God, I just pray for the listener. God, I don't know where they're at. I don't know what they're doing. God, but I pray that you're knocking. I pray that the Spirit is moving. I pray that they understand that you want to know them, that you want to have a relationship with them, God. I pray that you move in their lives. And I pray for that individual who doesn't know Jesus, God. Give them the boldness. Give them the courage to reach out to us. Give them the boldness and give them the courage to reach out to their local church to get involved. Father, we love you. We thank you for all that you've done. We thank you for the things that you are going to do. And God, we're looking forward to the day of when you come back. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen.